Welcome to The Trip Podcast. The Trip interviews inspiring travel bloggers and influencers on their most recent trips around the world. Think of this podcast as the ultimate audio travel guide to your favorite destinations with insider tips and recommendations. Today's podcast is on Tulum, Mexico, a destination that's been blowing up on social media. We'll be talking to Sam from samanthassuitcase.com. I originally discovered her Instagram and blog because she had some gorgeous shots of Tulum. She also has a very in-depth guide on her blog about Tulum and where you can find these places. She's going to share a lot of information with us, so please check the link in the show notes for an overview of Sam's tips and travels on Tulum. So Sam, I've actually never been to Tulum before. Can you tell our listeners a little overview of your two trips, when you went, how long, and who you went with? Yes. So I love Tulum. That's why I've gone twice. Um, the first time I went, it was October. I think it was actually right around Halloween. Um, I went with a friend of mine. Um, I found a good deal. I was just like, hey, let's go down for a couple of days and see what it's all about because it was blowing up across, you know, the you see it everywhere. And Instagram yeah. and everything. <laughs> yes. And I was like, well, this place looks really fun. It's so cheap and so fast to get down there from here, here in Nashville. So we hopped down for a couple of days and I really liked it. Um, the weather was perfect in October. Um, it was just great. Um, the second time I went in April, um, this past year, and I actually went with two girls that I met through Instagram, which is the best part of the, the whole community. It's just, it's great. Um, a girl I met here in Nashville, um, her name's Alex. She is out of the office traveling. I'm going to plug them. Um, and then, um, another girl we both met just through Instagram. She was traveling around and wanted to meet us there. Um, and she's Alicia with Eat Shop Travel. And we all met down there and had a great time. It was, we had it like three days and it was kind of like, let's go on like this Instagram trip and, you know, go around and like see where all these spots are mm -hmm. and see if they're all worth the hype. And, um, it, it was a lot of fun. So I'm glad I went twice. Um, both times it was, it was a lot of fun and I really like it there. I would actually go a third time. And I have to say you have, and I'll, I'll, um, put this in my show notes, a great blog post about, all of these amazing shots that you see on Instagram and where you can find them, the best times to go, um, you know, when the sunlight is the best. So that's very helpful. Um, so what type of traveler would like Tulum? Honeymooners, adventure seekers? Is it for families? It is not really for families. There's not much for kids to do there. Um, so you, you fly into Cancun and then it's about two hours south of Cancun and it get kind of gets less populated the further you go. Um, and then once you get into to Tulum, it's, it's pretty quiet. There's, you know, there's no all-inclusive resorts around, you know, it's just a bunch of boutique hotels and, you know, outdoorsy restaurants and bars and there's like one road down through the beach and, you know, there's just not a lot for children to do. So I definitely don't say it's great for families. Um, but it is great for like honeymooners and couples, um, adventure people. Yeah, I think so because there's all like the ruins there and there's jungle and, um, yeah. So d mostly anyone except for families. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Um, and so you said you went in October, one of the times, 
when would you recommend going for weather? Like I know the rainiest months are typically around June, September, October for Mexico, uh, but you found the weather okay? It was great. Like we went right at the end of October um, and it was hot during the day and the nights were a little cool. Um, But the only thing I will say is that in the springtime, when we were there in April, um, that's when the seaweed flows in. Um, And the past couple of years, I think it's been extra, extra bad. I, it comes in the spring, and I think it kind of goes away throughout the summer. And then by the time we went in October, it was gone. Like, the beaches were pristine. I had no idea they had a seaweed problem. And then we go in April, and the beaches are piled high with it. It smells terrible. Oh, the water no. is brown. Yeah, so that kind of ruined it a little bit. Um, so... I would wait until fall um, because that'll give the seaweed time to get out because the last I heard, um, because I actually ask people about it once in a while, then the last I heard was that it was getting less and less and less, Um, but it was, it was pretty bad um, in the springtime. And I think it does. I think it's like an annual thing from what I understand. Mm -hmm. It it comes around every spring. Yeah. That's really good to know because I mean, I'm sure... It's, it's incredibly disappointing if you go down there, spend a bunch of money to get down there for a beach destination, and the beaches are just piled high with seaweed. Um, yes, exactly. And that, and that I was disappointed because we, we really had no idea. Um, so it, it's kind of a bummer. So, like, imagine you plan your honeymoon or something, and you see these beautiful beach pictures, and you get down there, and it's just, like, brown and smells terrible, and, oh, which no. is the case. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, good to know. So let's start from the beginning of your trip for our listeners. Uh, what airport did you fly into and how did you get into Tulum? Do you have any tips on the arrival process? Because I know you just mentioned it took a couple hours to, to get down there. Yeah, so you fly into Cancun um, and there are several ways to get down there. Um, we took a private taxi um, the first time and it's a little pricey, but it was our first time down there. Um, and so we were just like, you know what, we'll just, we'll just pay the cash. You know, there, I'm a very frugal traveler, but there are certain places I will mm-hmm. stick money sometimes. Um, and that was one of them. So we shared a taxi down there. Um, I think round trip, it cost $160, I believe, um, for two of us in a private van with wi-fi and everything and he even stopped at like the 7-eleven was like go get you some drinks <laughs> you know so it was it was really mm-hmm. great and you know that was round trip and they picked us up at the hotel on the way back um and then the second time we actually rented a car um we drove down we were a little worried about it at first but it was totally fine um the car rental was only like $30 or something ridiculous it was very very cheap um and that was for like four days, I think, three days. Oh, so renting a car was a good option. Um, And you just have to, you know, abide by the speed limits, but we never had any problems. And then we had a car wherever we needed to go. Um, But there's also um, something called the auto bus. It's A-B-O. And I think it's pronounced auto. Um, And you can take that bus. And I think it's really cheap. I think it's, you know, less than $20 to get down to to Tulum, if not way less than that. Um, and so you have to stop in Plato Carmen, I think, and switch buses. Um, and it takes, you know, much longer because you're on a big bus, but it's like those huge Greyhound buses. Like it's not like a, a, a tiny little city bus. It's, it's a big bus. And so that's a good way to do it too. And when you come out of the Cancun airport, it's all right there. 
um, you know, there's people shouting at you to come get their taxi and everything. It's a bit overwhelming, but just, you know, <laughs> keep your cool and, yeah. and look for the, look for the buses. Yeah. That always, that always overwhelms me. And all this information will be in the show notes for listeners. Um, so okay. when, so I find when I'm booking a trip, Finding the right destination or the right area within a destination is so important for my hotel. Can you go over where you stayed and what areas of Tulum you would recommend to future travelers there? Yes. So imagine if you would a T. There are pretty much two roads in Tulum and that's it. There's one that goes along the beach and that would be the top of your T. Um, and then the pair or the the perpendicular road um, goes down from the beach straight to Tulum town. Um, and so you have all your beach hotels there along that top of the T along the, the main beach road. Um, and that's where everything is very, very, very pricey. Um, if you go into Tulum town, it's not anything extraordinary that town. There's some cool wall art and whatever, but it, there's nothing you know great about it. Um, but everything is way cheaper and like the price differences are crazy. Um, but I stayed in both. Uh, the first mm-hmm. time we went down there, we stayed in a hotel on the beach called Tata Tulum. Um, and it's really, really nice. We found a great deal. Um, the prices, anytime I check now for that hotel have like quadrupled. Um, Do you remember how much it was it. or how much you paid? Yes. Yeah. So it was almost brand new when we went down. I don't think it had been open very long. Um, and I think between the two of us, uh, for three nights, four nights, it was four nights. Um, I think it was $600. I think we paid three something each, um, for the four nights. Um, and now anytime I look, it's like a thousand dollars a night or something ridiculous. Um, so I don't, I know. I think they're just like, oh, wait a second. Every hotel on the beach is charging this much. Great. We will yeah. too. Um, so it's, the prices are just outrageous. And I don't know if it was just the dates I was checking, but I was just curious. Um, and it's just crazy, crazy. Uh, okay. But it's a really nice place. Um, and then in the Tulum town, we actually stayed in an Airbnb. So it doesn't have a name or anything to like yeah. recommend, really. <laughs> um, but we, we did stay in an Airbnb. And it's really... It's really nice and it's, it's perfectly safe. It was actually in a new development that they're still kind of building. So and you it found was, it was that nice. was more affordable than the hotel or? Yes. Yeah, a lot more affordable. So everything off the beach road is very, very affordable. Um, I don't, I think we stayed there for three nights. Um, and oh gosh, I can't remember the total, but it wasn't much. I think we, it was maybe $100 a person. 120 something like that I, I really am not sure I could be totally telling you wrong okay. but it's way more affordable in town um than on the beach road like the beach road is is great though I mean if you can afford to stay on it that's why I recommend <laughs> to stay yeah. because just everything is right there for you mm-hmm. um but the the taxis back and forth from Chaloon town to the main beach stretch are nothing it's like five bucks okay so it's not a problem Good to know. I hate when they rip you off with that um, common they stretch. Don't between. really. Okay. Yeah. Then that that's good to know. Um, and you found the taxis were safe. Yes, I did. Um, for the most part, you know, you're you're still in Mexico, you know, so <laughs> you know, just if you feel funny, then it's there's probably still nothing wrong. You know, I I've never once felt unsafe in a taxi. They're just trying to get you from 
you know, point point A to point B. Yeah. I never I never felt unsafe. Okay, that's good to know. Um, so let's move on to eating and drinking. Uh, from your Instagram, okay. it looks like you found some of the coolest spots in Tulum. There was that Moroccan beach restaurant, the famous bar with the nests you see all over Instagram now, uh, the vegan <laughs> yes. restaurant with the super colorful smoothie bowls. Can you go over some of your favorite spots with us? Yeah, so... I really do love, like you mentioned, the one with the nets. It's called Azuik. Um, I swear, when I go to my explore a, tab, sort of trap, that's all I see now okay. because I've just been creeping it so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. And so, of course, we had to go. Um, I think because they know, like Tulum <laughs> and all those places know, like those the workers, they know that people – girls, all of us, you know, we want to take pictures, you know, and just to go in and take pictures. And I feel like that's one of the rudest things that you could do is to just walk into these places and just to take pictures. Like you should go in and have a meal or have a drink and enjoy yourself and get your shots. You know, I 100% that's agree. And it's rude to, to the guests too who are paying, a, you know, thousands. If it is a hotel, I'm not sure. Um, but the guests, is, yeah. yeah, for the guests there who are paying $1,000 a night, whatever, to see people just come in and take selfies and pictures and leave. Exactly. It is. It's very, very rude. And, you know, we saw it, but, you know, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> don't be that person. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, just go in and enjoy yourself. And I actually had like the best watermelon martini I've ever had in my life there. It was really expensive, Mm -hmm. but it was really good. And we really enjoyed ourselves. You know, we went in and and they were actually really reluctant to let us in anyway, because we weren't staying there. We kind of just went up to the person. We're like, Hey, we just want to go up to the bar and have some drinks. And she's like, "Eh, okay. (laughs) And she's like, she let us up, but so we went up there, you know, had some drinks and walked around and it's beautiful up there anyway. Um, you know, took some pictures and got in the nests and, and everything. So you kind of have to sneak in the nest, though, because you, ha- you do have to have a reservation. But you- it's like a thousand dollar minimum spend just to get in those nests. Oh, so wow. those we did like pop in really quick. And yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't have a thousand dollars. I will come and drink in your bar, but I, I don't have a thousand dollars. Were there any other must-try restaurants? Um, I really do love the smoothie, smoothie bowls there at um, Raw Love, that vegan restaurant. They have hammocks everywhere. Um, the smoothie bowls are really, really good. And they have, like, um, rope swings, too, that you can play on just there in the restaurant. That was a lot of fun. Um, people go to Nomad, um, and that's where the pictures you'll see – um, there's like poofs on the floor and it looks really Moroccan um, and where you'll see those um, kind of diamond triangle shaped beach nests. Um, you'll see those on Instagram too. And that's where that is. Um, they're actually really strict about people being around that aren't staying there. Um, you will get yelled at if you bring out your big DSLR camera and start taking photos, <laughs> they will make you put your camera away. They, they do not like it. Um, but we actually had an excellent, excellent meal at the restaurant there. It was delicious. Um, everything tasted so fresh. Again, you know, it's pricey, but because you're there right on the beach road and you're at these like hot spots. Um, mm-hmm. But the food was great. Oh, good to know. Um, and so let's move on to excursions and adventures. What were some of your favorite beaches within Tulum? 
Um, beaches, the main public beach um, is called Playa Paraiso, um, and it's kind of kind of away from the main drag um, where all the stuff is on the beach. Um, but it, I'm pretty sure it's the main public beach, but you can go in and it's, it's so nice except for in springtime when there's seaweed everywhere. Um, but it was gorgeous though in October. Um, and there's beach clubs like along the beach where you can just, even if you're not like a part of the club or whatever, you can go and like kind of plop in front of it and a waiter will come out and he's kind of your waiter and you know, you can (laughs) pay to get drinks from the beach club, which is really nice. So I like that beach a lot. And that's where there's um, that leaning palm tree. You know, you can only usually find leaning palm trees in the South Pacific or whatever, but they have one. So it's really cool. Okay. Um, And were there any other day trips that you'd recommend for travelers? Uh, Yeah. So definitely get up to Chichen Itza if you have time. That's the big Mayan pyramid. And that's about Um, it. It is several hours away. Okay. (laughs) Several hours. (laughs) Several hours, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, you do want to be there as soon as it opens. I believe it opens at 9 o'clock, something like that. Um, so we woke up, like, before sun- sunrise. I mean, it was still dark, and we got our transportation up there. We actually hired a taxi to get us up there because there's no tours or anything um, before that time. So we hired a taxi to get us up there right when it opened, and it was just – it's amazing. It's it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things I've ever seen in the whole world, to be quite honest with you. Um, it's huge, and it's just it, it's just incredible to, like, sit there and think about, like, thousands of years ago, these people were, like, put this thing together with their hands, and it's like, wow. wow. And it's, it's really cool. Um, but we didn't have much um, silence. It was probably 30 minutes, and, you know, all the tour buses arrived, and it kind of ruined everything. So get there as soon as possible. Yes, it's not that it ruined everything. That, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't sound right. It is not that it ruined everything. It takes away from the peace. Don't of get any the, time. It yeah. does. It takes away from the peace um, because then thousands, and it's not even actually the people. It's that once the tour buses arrive, um, all the locals, like the vendors, yeah. um, you know, that are selling things, they come and there are there are hundreds and hundreds of vendors that come with the tourists, um, and then they all start shouting at you to come try and you know, buy their mm-hmm. items. And so I suppose like I'm associating the vendors with the tourists and that's not really the case. It's mostly, <laughs> you know, the vendors and they come and they start yelling at you. And yeah. all you really want to do is kind of admire. <laughs> hey, <their> Blondie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I remember when I, I, I went there when I was like 16 and they were just kept on calling me like Shakira and Spice Girl and like the most ridiculous names. I was with my parents. I'm like, yes, ah. <laughs> I get Britney Spears a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime they see a blonde, it's, it's hilarious. Um, Yes. Um, and I do also recommend um, to go to the Cenotes, those the freshwater yes, sinkholes that are like electric blue. Yeah, they look um, so they're beautiful. everywhere. They're absolutely everywhere. Like you can hit a million in a day. <laughs> they're, they're just everywhere. And they're so cheap. They're only a couple dollars to get into. Um, I, I've been to three of them and they're just they're the highlights. Do you have a favorite one? If someone's coming just for a weekend, if they just want to go to one cenote, do you have like a, a, a must see one? Yes. I like cenote Calavera. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm saying that right. Um, it's, you kind of go into the woods and it's not very busy. Um, and you walk back and it's like surrounded by rock. It's basically just a hole in the ground. 
um, and it has this really cool wooden ladder that goes down into it. Um, so I really like that one. It's really cool. And then they have these two holes off to the side of the main hole, but it's still connected underground. And you jump into these like tiny human sized holes and you have to like pencil dive into them. And, but you land in the water and you kind of have to swim over to where the big hole is and climb out. It sounds really creepy, but (laughs) it is. I loved it. It was terrifying, but I loved it. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely, I'll, I'll look that up and I'll put that in the show notes as well. Because I know there's a ton of cenotes and it can get a little overwhelming with choosing, you know, one or two to go to on, on, on a weekend it, trip. It is. It is mm-hmm. overwhelming because you never know which one to go to because there are so, so, so mm-hmm. many. Um, but you do have to narrow it down and kind of go by, I guess, like the pictures you like the best because they really do look very similar to kind of any picture you're going to see on Instagram. They they look really similar. So, Okay. So before wrapping up this guide, let's talk about the cost of traveling to Tulum. It sounds like Tulum is more expensive than other areas of Mexico Mm -hmm. or other areas of the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate um, on typical prices of things in Tulum? Like how much would an average traveler spend for a three-day or a seven-day trip? They are not going to go down and, you know, have this be a budget trip. Um, It's, the prices are actually very comparable to cities around the United States. Um, that's what I found anyway. You know, drinks are ten dollars. Um, can you pay in a meal. U.S. dollars like any other place in Mexico, or are they strict with peso? Um, they take cards, but we paid in pesos wherever we went. Okay. Um, I guess I'm just translating it to U.S. dollars. Sorry, it's all it's the only thing I can think of in my head. Um, <laughs> So yeah, the the drinks are ten U.S. dollars around around there. Um, a meal there along the beach can run you fifteen, twenty, twenty five dollars. Um, but if you go into town, that's where the cheap stuff is. Um, it's not as picturesque, but it is way cheaper. Like there are some delicious, delicious restaurants in town. Um, we ate some of the best tacos I've ever had in my life, and they're forty cents a taco there in town. <laughs> wow. Um, so you do have to make your way into town and find the the food there if you want to save some money, which you totally can do. I mean, you could get an Airbnb in town, eat your meals in town, and still go and enjoy the public beaches and the cenotes and things like that. But if you want to get the vibe of Tulum, you really need to hang out on the beach road also, but that is where you're going to be spending your money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. And So do you have any other last-minute tips or advice for travelers headed to Tulum? Um, (laughs) You've gone over a lot so far. I have, I have. Like any packing tips or? Um, They are really eco-friendly down there. So if you are going to be going to the cenotes and stuff, um, you're not allowed to wear bug spray or sunscreen or anything like that unless it's like special, special Mm eco-friendly sunscreen. Um, There's a lot of eco hotels down there. Um, They're really good about that. So that was really, really cool to see. Like they they try and have a little impact on the environment. Okay. That's always good to know. I I like seeing that. I was just in, in Thailand and they need to implement some of their Tulum's eco-friendly strategies over there because it's so sad. They do. Yeah. It is. It's very sad. It breaks it, it does break my yeah. heart. And that's that's actually my favorite part of the world over there. And it does 
break your heart seeing all the trash and everything. It's, it's there, mm-hmm. but T- Tulum isn't like that. I did not, I didn't find that at all. And did you have any like um, travelers' pet peeves or? I mean, you mentioned before, don't just go into a restaurant or a bar. And that should be with anywhere in the world and just take pictures um, without actually giving them service. Did you have any other notes or things that travelers, um, some of your pet peeves that you see other travelers doing down in Tulum? Um, Not necessarily in Tulum, you know, but just in general, try and be polite when it comes to language, like try and learn a couple words in local language, no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's always very helpful. And they appreciate Um, it so much. And they do. They really, really Mm -hmm. appreciate it. Like, you know, go wherever you're going, just at least try and say hello and thank you in their local language. So you don't go in and, you know, you know, hands on your chest, like, Hey, I'm I'm a tourist. (laughs) I just think that's, I think that's just really, really rude. And some people get it bad reputation for that so yeah i don't i don't i don't love that so you know try and be polite to the locals and is as much as you can completely agree so sam thank you so much for sharing your travel tips on tulum mexico i know insider tips like this make it so much easier for travelers when they're planning their trip um be sure to follow her on our instagram samantha's underscore suitcase and check out and subscribe to her blog at samanthasuitcase.com again all of the information all of your tips um, will be in the show notes 